Hey, it's Bill from the Pennsylvania Rock Show, and this is Three Questions and a Song, episode number seven. If you're not familiar with the show, it's very simple. It's right in the title. I'm going to ask three questions. Two of them will be from me. The third one will be from the guests from the episode before. In this case, it's Chip and the Charge Ups. There's three questions. You'll get to hear a little bit about a song, and we'll play the song. And the guest tonight is Aaron Hart of Love Stallion. What's up? Hey, Bill. Thanks for having me. No problem. This is we're we're spreading our horizons here. We've been to Boston. Now we're in Denver, um, and we've been in Ohio, and we're gonna keep spreading. I hope <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna fire some questions at you if you're ready, Aaron. Hit me. Okay. So I have to know what was it like opening for Still Panther? Did you get to interact with them? And was it really the huge party that I think it probably was? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, that was the best night of my life. We, um, gosh, yeah, we, we rehearsed our asses off for a good solid month. We were doing, you know, four or five rehearsals a week so that we, you know, we could actually get on stage and really enjoy it, have everything be automated. So, um, yes, total blast. Um, I think when we were on or on stage, there were a couple thousand people and just feeling the energy was, was insane. I mean, the biggest crowd we've ever played for. And of course it was, it was the right crowd cause they're all, you know, getting ready to see Steel Panther. But yeah, we, uh, we got to meet them. We got to hang out with them. They had uh, just played a really late night show the night before, I think in LA and took like a 6am flight out. So when they got there, they actually, we walked into their, green room to say hi and all we found was sticks who was asleep on the couch (laughs) so so i think they um you know they were recharging for the few hours after their sound check so yeah we caught up with them a little bit after after we played super super nice guys super humble and those guys are just so talented um yeah it was kind of a dream for us to meet our heroes because they're really leading the way right now in the glam rock scene. That, that, that's a perfect segue for the next question I have for you. Uh, what is your favorite thing about playing in a glam rock band um, in, in, in the 2000s? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, so many things. I'd say first, you know, Steel Panther has a song called Anything Goes, and it's, of course, far and beyond and ridiculous and crass and all that, but... Yeah, it was the, that era of kind of the mid-late 80s that we draw a lot of inspiration from was, it was a lot of escapism and fantasy, and everyone thinks it was just about, you know, debauchery and hedonism and uh, self-indulgence, which of course it is. But it kind of gives you the freedom to do whatever you want, whenever you want, make it silly, make it funny, make it serious, make it crass, and... Um, it's such kind of a, an outlet in every way. And so, you know, we're wearing, um, pretty much whatever we want, dressing up in leather and spandex and sparkles and makeup and all sorts of things, kind of like bigger is better, louder is better, like David Lee Ross sort of thing. So that's, that's the fun part because it's, you know, it's like Halloween every time and, um, create your own adventure. But then like a, a lot of the fun too is 
so many people love that genre and grew up with that and people's parents grew up on that or raised them on it. And so it's, it's been reconnecting with or connecting with all those people who miss that, that era and haven't really seen much new come through in the last 20 years. A lot of those big bands are coming back through and, you know, Kiss and Def Leppard and Aerosmith, they all, it seemed like <laughs> everyone had like a, a rough patch in the nineties when grunge came through and they all, you know, got divorced and went to rehab and all that stuff. So um, I, I've seen all three of those bands live just to, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, man, I've, I've seen them all. Gosh, Kiss and Def Leppard three, four, five times. I just saw Kiss in Vegas a couple weeks ago, but yeah, I, I think, um, people love the music and miss the music and it's awesome to be able to not just do what we've always wanted to do, you know, play the rock star, but um, so many people are so encouraging and so excited to see and participate in the project. Cause it's nothing without, without the listeners and the people who come out to the shows and, um, and they're, they're pretty rowdy parties when we play. So it's, it's just a ton of fun. So what what I'm going to ask you to do now is um, go ahead and, and tell me about the song we're going to play tonight, and then we'll get to Chip's question there at the end and and your question for the next next person. But um, so we're going to play your song Valentine. Um, what can you tell me about that track? Gosh, let's see. So I originally wrote the song on piano, and uh, it didn't anticipate it becoming one of the a, a love stallion song, actually. But, um, yeah, the song is just kind of a nostalgic love lost, wishing you could have one more, one more chance or one more kiss. Um, and I wrote it around a Valentine's day experience I had. And, um, but yeah, I, I wrote it on the piano and kind of got stuck and thought, shoot, we're going to try this with the band. And we ended up finishing it as a band and, uh, then I went back, rearranged it on the piano, and and cut a um, a piano EP, which is three songs. Because I kind of have been writing as I go, kind of my my softer side, my pop piano outlet. And uh, so yeah, it, it, it's the ballad on the record, and we spent God at least three times as much time on this one in the studio just to really get the the arrangement and the guitar layering and the space and the feel. Um, it really puts us in, uh, we wanted this one especially to be right because it's that, you know, um, it's the ballad, it's the feels, you know, so we want to create that right, well, right it, blend you, for people. You have to have a ballad if, if you're doing the 80s, 80s glam rock thing too. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. And it, you know, whenever we play it, even piano or, live full band it just puts and other people have said this too just kind of puts us all in this trance and everyone's swaying and we've got a cool light show with it so um yeah it's, uh, a lot of people's favorite on the record it's my favorite and uh we just kind of started pushing this with a video in january in anticipation of uh valentine's day so so does the song have anything to do with the signature sexy legs disco legs <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. When I was writing it, there's a line in the song that says, um, hanging over me with smoke and mirrors. And that 
there's actually a pair of sex disco legs that hangs in my family room. I'm actually standing under them <laughs> right now. But I remember kind of, I mean, at the piano, which is right by the legs. And I think um, I'm trying to remember because I, I had a disco ball there before the legs. But I just remember, you know, I'm, I'm smoking, I'm drinking, I'm at the piano, I'm looking up at the legs. And so is there some symbolism? Yeah, there's a lot of just double, triple meaning in the song. But um, yeah, that was just another kind of fun, crazy project that <laughs> I ended up incorporating into the band and the show. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a moment and listen to the song Valentine, and then we're going to come back with Aaron and uh, let him ask Chip, uh, answer Chip's question and ask a question for the uh, next, next artist and I'm not sure who that's going to be yet, so that might make his job a little difficult.
Well, I would like to know when a fan goes to see Love Stallion live, what do they see here or experience that is something that they won't uh, see here or experience when seeing another band live? Good question. Um, so when we started the project, we really, uh, my vocal coach, Dr. Scott Martin, who an industry pro in town and, you know, history with training a lot of the rock singers and was on Broadway and taught a lot of different performers. And he always said, you know, people want to come see a show. They want to come and see you again. They don't want to come hear you again. So right along with the question, we wanted it to be a full integrated experience, almost like a, like a musical, you know, that has props and choreography and lights and fog and, really kind of an immersive escapism experience. So when people come, I think we get a lot of, um, you know, there's certainly a lot of energy that you get at the show. And like I said before, it's kind of like this big fantasy world, make believe, um, a lot of excitement, a lot of, um, uh, yeah, just kind of a full assault of the senses. So, and that's with the sexy disco legs and other stuff. So that's, um, when people come and see us, it, it truly is a, you know, a lot, we get a lot of this WTFs going on here, <laughs> uh, reactions, because a lot of people haven't seen, let's say people haven't seen Kiss, you know, who her one of my biggest inspirations, seen Kiss, who really helped create this whole almost Broadway musical vibe to, to rock and roll. So, um, we think we're unique in that sense. It's not just jeans and tea. It's really the full, the full experience. Here, here's what I need from you now. I need you to ask a question for the for the next guest to, to answer. So I think uh, this is something I ask myself a lot, and I ask a lot of artists, especially frustrated artists. Um, what is and this may sound cliche, but what does success mean to you? because I think the conversation has really changed lately with musicians about what is that success because a record deal isn't what it was. And there's of course a, a spectrum of what that actually means um, or the money or the fame, these super abstract concepts. So curious what, what success means to you. I, I think I, I could incorporate that question in my other podcast and get a million different answers. Um, so I, I, I love that question. I can't wait to hear what the answer is. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Someone asked me that and um, it's been like the main topic of conversation with a lot of my contemporaries, I, I should say, because it's in this big internet age, it's really hard to pin down some sort of mo real milestone that you're quote there. And um, yeah, it isn't so much about the journey, I guess is a lot of people's perception, but uh, yeah. I, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate you having me. No problem. And for those of you that are interested in checking out more information uh, on love stallion and, and uh, I'm assuming that they can find all that information at love .com. Yep. Everything will be up on there and then Facebook, Instagram too.